Today we talk World Star, Women's March on Washington, Jaden Smith, Cali Floods, the Oscar nominees, Title Sprint, and more on today's headlines with headliners. Page. I swear to God, last week in Indy ripped the stage. She was on fire. It was live and lit. We was in Vallejo. Like, what it is, Vallejo? That's all I yell when I cook dinner. My neighbors smell. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is going on? I'm getting better with the bars. Yo, what's yes. going on is we just got back from Vallejo. Yes, we did. Uh, it was fantastic. The uh, Comedy Outbound special taping. It was not fantastic, but Why was you it not got fantastic? some good, you got some great footage, rocked, and we had a good time. Okay, then why wouldn't it be fantastic? Because like when you have a taping, there's certain stuff you got to have like taken care of. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that people can't see. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um Well I had an amazing time. We glued we we glued together uh a nice a nice uh special. I think all the comics did very well. Yes, I think the did. uh I think the crowd the crowd did the crowd did well. They held up all the way through the end. Yes. Uh their energy was a little lower for you than it was for the first comic just because they had been there for two and a half hours. Yeah. But I think you smashed. And then with the um with all the crowd shots and stuff I picked up when they were really energetic, I think everybody's going to have a really good, really good tape to uh, to show. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I appreciate that. I still was like, I don't know how I done. You know how you don't know how you did? I was like, I don't know how I did. You did good. You did, you did so good. You made the crowd your own and uh, got very comfortable at the end. <laughs> I mean, we share everything. You're going to talk yeah, about Yeah, you it? can go What's ahead. What's up? Yes. You, okay, so... Uh, Part of the uh, situation with this taping in Vallejo, um, bless Monique Renee's heart. Uh, she has a very good vision, and uh, we pulled it off. But um, part of what she wanted to do uh, for the comics to show love to us was um, put whatever specific drink that we like, uh, hard liquor, in the green room. Oh. And uh, I don't know if that's the best thing before a show, considering a lot of comics are luscious. Uh, well, this is the thing, myself when and I'm, when I I'm didn't happy. know I was, uh, you know, closing the show out. So in my mind, because I'm the girl, they always put me early on the show or at least the middle. I never, they never have me close out because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the girl. They put the girl in the middle. So I'm drinking, thinking I'm up anytime soon, and then the paper comes in, and I'm like, woohoo, I'm last. And it yeah. was too late by then. <laughs> it was too late by then. It was too late by then. You're like, okay, I, I was gonna be tipsy at the rate I'm going yes. now, but if I have to wait another forty minutes, I'm gonna be full on drunk by the time I got yes, that belt. Was real, and That's then my sorority felt. sister was there. So then Ashley came to the back, and then you got it. I haven't seen you so long, shots, and she don't have no sense. So it just yeah, that was it. That was uh, that was your uh, peer pressure. Yeah, Ashley came into town to visit and was trying to get lit, and, and uh, I ended up twerking at the end of my taping. Uh, yeah, you kicked, well, <laughs> no, it wasn't the real end of her tape. Like 
and Nene's defense. Like, she killed, she closed out her show strong, and then we had to pick up an extra line. Yes. Because at one point she made reference to me being the host of it, which I was, but when uh, the final post-production stuff happens and everything's edited, I don't know if I'll be on the same thing because they're supposed to be standalone specials. So to say Nate was out here just talking about a certain topic, we had to get her to start the topic without reference to me. So I was like, say that again. That took a couple times, but we got it. And then the (laughs) DJ played her jam or something and she kicked off her heels and started twerking in front of everybody yeah so Vallejo got a little bonus footage yeah behind the scenes bonus footage man (laughs) so um yeah that was that was last weekend I'm um I'm gearing up and getting ready for um Alaska this weekend so uh hey and I'll be in Cabo and uh Puerto Vallera doing jokes this weekend I think we're gonna be dealing with two different weather patterns yes it's supposed (laughs) to be 80 degrees I got my bathing suits ready it's supposed to be negative six and I'm not ready (laughs) (laughs) the promoter called me like can you please make a video saying that you got the uh you got the heat come down and get these fire jokes from you because it's gonna be negative 24 I was like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll say something. (laughs) So I sent him a video in front of an orange tree. Like, it's nice and hot here. I'm bringing this with me, guys. Come get these laughs. (laughs) This is about to be freezing. But I can't wait to go up to Alaska. I've never been. Uh, And that will make the 50th state that I have done comedy in. So Congratulations. That closes it up. That closes it out. Then Puerto Rico, that little territory, then you're you're all the way in. Well, I've done Puerto Rico. Oh. I haven't done uh, Guam, which I think is... My aunt's from Guam. Yeah? She's Chamorro. Chamorro. Anyway, so uh, we'll dive into it. Yes. Story number one is not the best news. It's not very um, lighthearted, but it is news, and we want to talk about it. Q from World Start has, has passed away, as the reports say. I don't know if it's true, but TMZ, who we are now taking as a real news source, has broke the news that World Star hip-hop founder Lee Odenat, a.k.a. Q, died in his sleep Monday night at the age of 43 from an apparent heart attack. Uh, authorities are waiting for the autopsy, which should take place later on tomorrow. You know what's crazy about this is we got to get our health in order. People don't understand. There's so many people because 43 is young. 43 is very young. 43 is crazy. Young. Is crazy young. You look at people like Stacey Dash and Jamie Foxx and all these guys who are hitting 50 and they're just so viable and young. And you just, I mean, they also got money, but um, it's young. Oh, Q has money. Yeah. Well, now he does. Well, the estates do. Yeah, well, the estates do, but I'm just saying, you know, taking care of that health, um, especially in the black community, is just, we got to definitely get that under control. Right, but I don't even know if this is like a, uh, I don't know if it's like a weight-related thing. Like, I'm actually really wanting to see what the autopsy is, because some of the the comments on uh, Instagram, on the various different news outlets that were covering the story, were talking about, you know, that's drugs. Okay, well then that changes the thing because I know a lot of people were assuming because of his weight that it was weight related yeah, and health 43 related. Forty-three is half his life expectancy. Yeah, I know. So something put that on fast forward. Well, then it possibly drugs and well, even if it is just drugs alone, because drugs usually make you kind of skinny. So <laughs> it's got to be having the the you know the appetite mixed with the appetite for drugs, possibly allegedly right. that could have speeded up the process. Either right. way, both of those things, um, when you indulge too much, can become very unhealthy and obviously deadly. So well, I hope I hope it's not drugs. I don't know his personal habits or stuff, nothing like that. I know he was cool. I met him one time, uh, and he was a cool dude. It was like a three to five minute interaction and he was uh-huh. just cool it wasn't like he was a uh, his aura wasn't 
emanating and I needed to be working with him very close, but it was just like he was cool. You know what I mean? I yeah, I, I seen a lot of people posting that he was a really cool dude and all these things and this is a very unfortunate but me myself, I'm not a fan of War World Star. I don't like what it's done. Um I know a lot of people say you're legendary in the hip hop community. I don't think it's a positive legendary. Um I think World World Star was very damaging, especially to the youth. So I really am not a fan of his work. Um but you know it's unfortunate that he passed. Yeah, I can I can agree, I can agree with that because yeah. World World Star was uh World Star is uh they definitely push their own agenda and uh they make it easy like if you're like say you didn't like black people they make it easy for you to get some examples <laughs> for why you don't like <laughs> oh us. Oh my god. Like they're, they're always fighting. Like if you base it off World Star, if you live in some small rural area yes. where there were no black people, you had no experience or touch with black people and you found out worldstarhiphop.com and you went there every day to get your dosage of a uh, Blackness, you you would be jaded as to what we yes. are as a beautiful we're people. We're jaded as to, I watch it and go, who are these? Because it makes me so mad because I don't feel I don't feel like it uh, produced an equal amount of positivity. And I I know so so many positive black men, so many positive black women, so many things going on, and young doctors and young lawyers and entire Chicago's full of black student uh, students all getting accepted to college the entire right. class. All these things that weren't pushed. So for me, it just was just so negative. And a majority of those things that I seen, I was like, well, one, everybody fights. Let me tell you something. Them white folks be fighting, okay? Like, right. Asian folks, everybody fights, but I just felt like white we got people be fighting hard, hard too. seriously <laughs> hard, okay? But it's like, it, there's not that outlet to push all of that. And I just, I absolutely hated war. I hated world star because also it made people want to fight it made people want to harm people it made people want to record it and also it kept people from jumping in and stopping situations or assisting in situations because they needed to have the footage so they made sure that they got on world star right. and they got their youtube numbers up because they had the video let it go for a little while so i can get good footage yeah. then break it up. yeah so i'm just um you know rest in peace to q but i'm just i'm not a fan of his work and so it's just hard for me to i mean i guess it is iconic and legendary for what it's done but i just for me it wasn't a positive iconic and legendary I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer is iconic and legendary. You know, we always got to right, know who he is. Right, you want to be positive. Yeah, it's a catch-22 be because I feel like they pushed the negative stereotypes of, of blacks and negative, not even stereotypes, negative interactions of blacks. But yeah. at the same time, they were sharing a lot of my comedy content on their network, too. <laughs> so. uh, and I was like, cool. Some of it was some of, my, like, some of my most crazy ratchet ideas. They would just grab it fast, and other stuff wasn't. It was just like good uh writing stuff so um somebody in charge of comedy was like let's just put this content out and at the end of the day world star was just a distribution network you know it definitely was and and, and i mean for years to come <coughs> if i hear somebody yell world star mm -hmm. i am running to see what's going on. i know it's some bs happening world star world star can save your life though if you feel like somebody's following you just be like, world star and everybody start Everybody's running start out filming. and then and running out and now you you're good so i get you know that that's, that's the what one i'm gonna do if i get pulled over yeah world star World star. I'm telling you, it's a world star saved my life. <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's like I was being followed, right, guys? <laughs> I yelled out "World Star" at 3 a.m. and people came out of nowhere. That's funny. <laughs> so that's that's pretty much it, though. So you know, rest in peace, Q, and let, you know, let's take care of our health. There's a space there now. It's just like, well, who's going to step into that space? I'm sure he has people under him, and the, and oh, the, yeah. the companies established that work, 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 World Star can go on. It's long after go him on. and the legacy, yeah. but at the same time, I'm like. But hopefully somebody comes in that it, they keep because there's certain people that World Star grew for a reason, and and it's almost like back in the good old days and the Roman fights and the gladiators. People like to see a good fight, and people like to see stuff like that. So I feel like there's always going to be room for that. But I hope that whoever controls it next adds that same amount of positivity, so that it's an equal balance. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see right. that from World Star. Yeah, but I mean, meanwhile, we're all talking about who we're going to 
pick between Soldier Boy and Chris Brown. Like, we want to see the spectacle of a fight. That's what I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Huh. We'll we see. could be paying for it. World Star just did it for free or got paid to show us for free. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to note about the story is that if it is if it is like weight related, because Q was a big dude. Um, yeah. We have a picture of him. If we could um, pull that picture up. Um, so he was a big guy. Like, uh, that's, that's a couch that he's making look like a love seat. Shut up. So, yeah, he was definitely an uppercase Q. He was he was big. <laughs> uh and so, um, as you like, the first thing, your first point you were making about people need to be uh, on their health and get all that. I, hey, I have made a uh, proclamation that I'm going to lose 50 pounds, and I am officially, as of this morning, down 14.2. Give me a high five, and I want to join you on that journey and add my additional 50 pounds as well. So, so together we're going to lose 100. Yes. Okay. Let's lose 100. Okay. I'm down. So you guys are going to keep 50, up with 50, this. Or am I going to pass your? <laughs> I need to lose 50 pounds. Okay. Okay. You can do it. I know I can do it. <laughs> well, you I, said it and blinked a lot. Like I'm you not... didn't believe in yourself. <laughs> like, I, 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 you know what? I because <laughs> like oh, 50 pounds is new fat. New fat is easy to go. I picked up 50 pounds being hurt. So you know okay. it's not all the way compact. This yet. isn't new 50 on me. <laughs> I have been hanging around the same yes. weight for years. So and, we got uh, a new 50. We can get rid of it. Yeah. I'm, what I'm curious about, my sister told me today that there's a certain amount of weight you lose where it's just like unanimously noticeable to everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, what pound is that? 20. Well, for some people it changed. My sister said it's six pounds for her. Oh, man. People see it in her face really fast. Oh, well, I guess it depends. But you know what? The people that see you every day, it's harder for them to notice. But the people that haven't seen you in a minute, they go, oh, wow. Right. Or then some of them are just lying because, you know, they're trying to get a Right. Well, I don't know if anyone's going to tell me in L.A. This is going to be like, uh, losing weight. <laughs> anyway, so let's move on to story number two. Story number two. The Women's March on Washington turnout was higher than Donald Trump's inauguration turnout. One day after presidential inauguration described as a dark, gloomy, doom and gloom filled day, women filled the streets across the nation to stand up for women's rights. Number projections are that Trump's inauguration had about 25, I'm sorry, 250,000 in attendance, while the Women's March had about 500,000 the next day. Yes, uh, I seen a really funny meme where it was a picture of Hillary, and she was like, where are you women on voting day? And I laughed. Then I seen pictures of people out there with um, signs that said, white women voted for Trump, don't forget that. So there's a lot of things, <laughs> which is true, because I'm sure there's a lot of people that voted for Trump out there, because if you see even on Twitter and things like that, there's a lot of his supporters that are coming out going, whoa, this is not what I expected. It's only been four days, and they're already regretting um, their vote and a lot of well, things. He's reversing he's a lot of stuff. Yes, a, the, not the, building the, a wall. The Dakota pop pipeline back open is back open. He automat- He just signed uh, an abortion related bill. Well, for that and for globally, we would we were helping funding some of these places, and he's stopping the funding on that. And the crazy thing about that, and uh, everybody knows, abortion has been a split. You know, in the country, it's a right. decision, pro-life versus pro-choice. This is the thing. A lot of people think Planned Parenthood is just based on abortions. And people have no idea. And that's such a closed-minded thing to think because uh, there's all prevention, the there's health care. There's going to be so many people walking around burning that, like, you're cutting off all this health care. And you could go to Planned Parenthood for free. Or if you're a, young, a younger girl at 16, I was at Planned Parenthood, and you didn't have to tell your parents. Right. And you can get these services, and you can have these preventions. Um and it just offers so many other services that it's just like, are you guys crazy? Like, it's it's not just about 
abortion prevention is a huge part of Planned Parenthood and care and uh, you know getting your pap smears and getting your your exams to make sure you don't have any cancers or right. make sure you don't have any other sicknesses that can keep you from having children in the future and I'm sorry a lot of men don't even know they have an STD until the girl has it and comes back and tells him because they don't even show any symptoms and they don't get a, you know checkups regularly what like does we that do. have to do with the story well that has to do with Planned Parenthood <laughs> because you go there for your free checkups just that and in the by just, the way these, these men out here burnt <laughs> They, not telling us they burned. <laughs> Don't choke and sign nothing about men walking around here burned. I need you to focus. <laughs> no, I'm just saying going to Planned Parenthood. That's right. how a lot of y'all find out that you burning is from us. Right. So I'm just saying it. it I'm just, it's just blowing my mind. And I seen um, Russell Simmons had put this tweet out, and I thought it was an amazing. And it was seven men in a room. He said, "There's no time in history that you will see seven women in a room signing a bill containing uh, men's reproductive organs and what they could do with them." And I was like, "That's very true." Yeah, I saw a, D.L. Hughley posted yes, that. It's a men, a room full of men telling us what we could do with our bodies. It's absolutely disgusting. So these women were out here acting a fool and wearing their little pink hats. And um, there's I, men in there too. They're just wearing oh, pink yes. as well. You know who was the, you know who was at the marches? Bernie Sanders. I bet he was. Shout out to Bernie. I right was looking for front. Hillary. She's been talking about women's rights this whole time. We ain't see her, but Bernie was out there. Bernie Sanders has been sprightly lately. Uh, <laughs> all the conversation about his age being a major issue. He's out there young and boisterous. And, yes. and I thought, I was like, man, if he gets president, he's going to make it three, four months. This dude is old. Man. But then I didn't realize Trump was the oldest president ever. Yes. So, yeah, no, Bernie, Bernie's on it and consistent. Uh, yes, he is. I also saw him on some footage where he was uh, he was a part of the hearing for uh, uh, the, the person that uh, uh, Trump um, chose to be the uh, over education. Yes. Uh, and he was grilling this lady so cold, and she did not know the answer. It looked like, it looked like. Are you a, talking about alternative facts? No, that's different. Oh, I was gonna say I don't know where that came from, but I'm hot about it. But keep well, going. Well, that came from uh, the the um, Washington, the, uh, the White House press secretary that works directly with Donald Trump came out and he spoke, and then after there was it was not true, and so then uh, Trump's right hand, that lady. Uh, she came out and she spoke about what he said and was like, well, he said, uh, and she choked up a little bit, uh, alternative facts regarding the story. And it just went and viral out of because there. I loved it. Okay. Cause I, I've, I've watched so many things that all my things are running together. Is this the, the lady when she was talking about having the guns in the school and they were yes, like, are you absolutely bear. crazy? Yeah. <laughs> and she was talking to the guy from Sandy Hook. Yes. Like, what? He had a mass shooting in his, where he's from. And she's like, I think schools should still have guns on premise. Like she's, She's she's way out of her league for what she needs to do. She's the billionaire who has no experience with Pell Grants, student loans, and is running all of it now. Well, but this is what you guys have to understand. Everybody in every single position in his cabinet, including the head of our country, do, does not have experience in what they're doing. Right. And, you know, one thing, it's the one thing to go, yeah, well, we like to shake it up because the same old thing ain't working, but I need somebody with some sense. Like, you guys don't have somebody. No and they sense. have enough money to say, I don't have to have sense. Yes. I have money. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Bernie was grilling her, man, and it was a uh, matter of fact. She she did so bad in her first hearing that they didn't. They, they usually do three rounds of questioning. Yes. And they stopped it after the first round of questioning. She did that bad on the first round. Then they're supposed to have a follow up, and they canceled that. So they said she's going to answer all the questions that they have uh, via direct correspondence with letters, and that she has three hundred fifty seven questions to answer. 
So what you mean? Anybody? That's like me giving somebody does not get my to speak ID to her anymore about whether or not she is. That's ridiculous. Be that's the like person. giving you my ID to go take my final. Like, <laughs> what am I? What are you doing? Yeah. And then they said uh, they said that they're calling it the golden rule because uh, Obama had two different um, people in that position and they didn't have to go through with that grilling. But it kind of goes unsaid because it's like, well, they were qualified. Yes. You just brought in... Your auntie to do the job. <laughs> right. Your rich auntie, like, run all of this. And she and what's crazy is she's supposed to be over education, and she sounded uneducated. Oh, my God. That was the coldest piece. Oh, my God. They took down her. They took her uh, tweet, and, I mean, they grammared it to death. I seen that as, too. They was like, fixed all the... They fixed things. her tweets? Oh, my gosh. They was like, yo, come on, you guys. Right. I was She's weak. running education and, and can't yes. spell. Also, something else I wanted to say about this Women's March that I thought was that was uh, controversial. Um, some people were tweeting that... Um, this alone was privilege that in a lot of other countries you would have been killed and beheaded and all these things for even trying to speak up for your rights. And I understand that. And I understand that we are privileged here as women, but we, that doesn't, I don't know how to say this. I don't care. Like, and not as I don't care, but this is the country that I'm from and we have certain privileges. Yes, I do understand that, but that doesn't mean that I don't, I don't know how I want to word this. You guys know I'll be having, when I get excited, all my thoughts run together. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Can you say it for me? You're saying you're from where you're from. So just because your right is not something that you were just handed doesn't mean you can't get out and exercise it because they're still doing garbage. Yes. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Because I was like, You oh, have okay. the right to to do this. You yeah. have the right to And not to feel bad speak. about it. Oh, you guys are out there with your with your funny signs and we're being beheaded. And it's like, listen, I'm sorry about that. But I need these plan B pills to still come through. So I got to, you know what I'm saying? Get right. out here and make some noise about it. Well, and we've come a long way what, to even come to this point. If you look point. at what all the women came together for... It is related to some of the countries yes. that, they, you know what I mean? They have some of those same issues, but they just can't protest. Yes. Here we can. Here we have, you know, right of freedom of speech, and people are using it. Yes, and let's speak out for you because he also <coughs> cut global funding for the things that we're protesting for. So globally. you need those globally. Mm-hmm. So power to my women out there. Let's keep fighting. He's wilding right now. He is. I need to know. I mean, I, this is the thing. Like, I think that. The entire cabinet needs to have an experience of like three to six months of the amount of money you would have if you made $60,000 a year. <laughs> and then talk about it. Yeah. Because as a billionaire and a multi-billionaire and a multi-millionaire, the things that they're cutting doesn't even make sense to them. Like healthcare, yeah. Yeah, we have enough money for it. We just walk in, we can pay. What's the problem? Meanwhile, a $30,000 you know, broken arm, broken leg, car accident kind of injuries can put somebody with a, a mid-range job just out. Yeah, and they won't have anything. Completely out. They won't have anything. Yeah. I just need to know, is my Planned Parenthood card going to work tomorrow when I go in there to stack up on free Plan B pills? Uh, you better hurry. Because uh, even when he got uh, elected, uh, plan, uh, Planned Parenthood was experiencing huge lines, huge waiting lines of women who were going to get IEDs, they were going to get, uh, they were getting every all the services. Which they is could. crazy, but the, a lot of these services are prevention from birth control, the Plan B, mm-hmm. the shot, the patches, IUDs, condoms, all these things that they provide. So you want to cut that, and now you and you want to cut welfare. So I already can't afford to have a baby. Right. I'm trying to prevent having that baby. Abstinence, we already know that's not key. So you might as well just toss that out the window. And now I have to have this baby with no funding, no anything, no medical care to have the baby, no money to feed it. Like you are causing more poverty. You know what I'm saying? Like you're creating a space for more pro- property. And They're saying if you if you can't raise the baby 
don't have the baby. <laughs> that's the Michael Jackson thing. Then don't blame the baby. Hey, <laughs> if you can't feed the baby. That's it. Yes. That's what they're saying. And uh, that's they're saying the responsibility is on the mother himself to not be uh, bearing children. Again, the mother themselves. Not the father, but the mother. Because oh, we get all the blame. You made it clear that it's on that the mother. It is on the mother, yeah. which is absolutely ridiculous. Yep. I'll leave a baby on Trump's step. That's your son now. Yeah. <laughs> right at Trump Towers. Matter of fact, instead, here we go. And now don't drop your baby off at the fire department. If you can't deal with your baby, you drop that baby off at Trump Towers in the lobby. And drop you, all your kids <laughs> off right there in the damn lobby. Drop your babies off. Drop your baby off in the because you know you can leave a baby at a firehouse. Drop that baby off in the lobby. I never knew the firehouse thing. I heard of churches. No, you've dropped your baby out of, at the fire department. You can drop the, your and baby off. What does off that the mean? Fire. That means instead of throwing your... That you're putting it up for adoption? Yes. Instead of abandoning the baby, instead of doing things like that, you because you, what you can go to jail for, you leave the baby at a firehouse. I did not know that. Yes. So out of all the things firemen do... They... Pick up babies off their front step. Yes. I didn't know you didn't know it. Yeah. But... No. I <laughs> yes. don't know where to leave a baby. I'm not... <laughs> I can't bear children to know where are the different locations that I could drop one off if I'm not happy. Yeah. And, and furthermore, why do you know this? Who shared that with you? I've known this forever. I get... This is just in the woman's circle, I guess. This is stuff we know. Like, you know that. You're told as... A, especially with the rise of teen pregnancy, they were letting you know. Um, <clears throat> you know. If you if you can't handle it, then don't just throw your baby. People were throwing. Brenda's got a baby. Throwing babies in the dumpsters and things like that, which are unfortunate. Yeah, that's true. That was a Tupac uh, yeah, song. Yeah, so there's, got a that's baby. a safe house. But now Trump Tower. So if you drop a baby off at a fire department, that's not you don't have to deal with going. No legal situation. Really? Correct. And then what do they do with the baby? Just put it in the system. They take it to the hospital to system get child services, all that stuff involved. I mean, do they still have child services to offer with Trump cutting everything <laughs> left and right? <laughs> I don't know. We need right to find now. this out because if these changes are happening, then the firemen are going to be like, please stop dropping off your babies. <laughs> There's so many kids here. We can't get out of the firehouse in time to stop a fire. <laughs> They're all over the place. Move those three kids. We got to get this truck out of here. <laughs> we can't slide down the pole. The babies are hanging on it. <laughs> It's too many babies in the firehouse. I'm telling you, but now my my new model, which I'm going to start preaching, is leave the babies at the Trump Towers. And that's going to be my new my new thing. Yeah, I saw a lot of different signs and stuff that, uh, that that suggested things like that. This one here that we had in our picture says, my voice, my story, my body. Uh, unity and hope. Yeah. Which is cool. I saw another one. Uh, Those are the good ones. I seen people in full vagina outfits. <laughs> so I and it was like, that. mine's grabs back. I was like, hey. <laughs> mine's grabs back. Um, you're supposed to eat it, not grab it. <laughs> no. I see all kind of stuff. Because okay. women, you know what? We're so, we be, we be faced with so much adversity. Sometimes we just got to laugh and just be like, man, I'm going out here to wall out. Forget everybody. Because I feel Clearly, like from the way you we put, dress you, to When you put everything. your leg into a vagina costume. <laughs> you're about that life. Yes. <laughs> then your arm, you're like, am I really going to go through with this? You put your other leg, I that think I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. I was like, yes, I love oh, women. Man. <laughs> I was looking at it for a while, like, I, that's what it looks like in there. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like one. It looked like it, something was wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never oh, seen but... one just wide open like that. <laughs> I think that's for demonstrations. Yeah. I think they use that for sex ed or something. Yeah, the, the gynecologist. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. I'd hate to go to a gynecologist and see a giant vagina in the corner dancing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who makes the soup? Like, what? It, there can't be a lot of them. That'd be the number one ho- Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> you know I think that's what I'm gonna be for Halloween. <laughs> like, what are you? I'm a pussy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That'd be ridiculous. Oh, man. Man, the club was funky today. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to story number three. Jaden Smith protest, uh, protest Donald Trump. We're still on Donald Trump. Uh, last story about that. I like to mix it up. Tehran, even though he's here, he's here despite his absence, loves talking about him some Trump. Jaden Smith protests Donald Trump by standing still for seven hours outside the Museum of Movie Images in New York. The stunt was captured on video, and the 18-year-old Jaden can be heard chanting, he will not divide us. He will not divide us. He will not divide us. Um... <laughs> I love the way that people choose to protest creatively. I really do. But I'm just trying to figure out. I've been in a step show and had to stand still for 30 seconds. Hello? It is not. People don't understand. That's not an easy task. I know some people are like, that's so stupid just standing still. Do you know how hard it is to stand in the stage? I thought you said minutes at first. <laughs> no. I was like, ow! Seven hours. When did he pee, poop, and Anything. Eat? Blink your mouth. You need some water. That's a, it's, that's a dedication. Seven hours? Have Somebody you ever must have the- been feeding. Like, and if you're going to hold still for seven hours, why not be seated? Like, Yes, I'm going to sit down for you seven hours. chose I, to stand? You dust them young knees, though, because there's no way in the world I could do that. My And have you ever gone in the store and tried to do, like, stand next to the mannequin? After, like, a minute, you're like, all right. That's yeah, man, hey, man, that's cool. You can, I, I, I haven't even, I've done, like, five successful mannequin challenges. Somebody's moving. I was going to say, the mannequin challenges, you had to get them done quick. Cause, all right, all right, all right. Like, right. I mean, it was the hours. song on repeat? How many times did it play? Oh, my goodness. This and your batteries really, die after seven right. hours. He's so eccentric, man. I, I like him. Uh, at the same time that I'm like, what is it about this kid? But it, you know what? He reminds me of Jada when she was in a different world. Mm. He is his mom's character from a different world, really. Right. Well, for her to play that character, right? Yeah. That's her. That's that is her. They are who raised them for sure. But to just be like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go out there and hold still. And he didn't just do it <laughs> anywhere. He didn't do it near mannequins. No, he did it at the Museum of Moving Images. Everything is moving around him, and he's holding still. <laughs> And then, and then, how do you pick the time of seven hours? Like I you know. can make your point and headlines at about three. I bet. I bet three hours of holding still, you could get in the newspaper. And then his neck is to the. I was like, it was just an uncomfortable stand. Seven hours was enough time for him to be in New York and call a reporter in L.A. to be like, "Hey, I'm out to hold still. <laughs> and I'm not moving till you get a picture of me." Yes. And then, and then just hold still. The guy can catch a full flight, a taxi, come down, take the picture, and they go to lunch together. Yes. <laughs> Seven hours is hella long. That to be is still. so long. But my thing is, how long did some of the people watch him? Because after five minutes, I'm uninterested in watching him. Somebody stood out there full seven I'm sure, hours. I'm sure minutes. the crowd rotated out. Yeah. Took a picture. Wow, he's still out there. Could you imagine? You got to have a friend with you too. It's one friend sitting somewhere like so. You're just gonna keep going home. Huh? That's calling the timeout. It's been seven hours. Because you got to have a timekeeper. You know what, what I'm saying? What if he didn't even like think it out? What if they were walking together to his friend's <laughs> job and he just stopped? He's like, "Come on, bro. Come on, man. I gotta get to work." Come on, fam. I got to get to work. I'm going to be late, man. Come on. Like, you know what? Seven hours I think I'm going to just stand here. They're having a Trump conversation. I ain't moving no more, man. Forget Trump. They both hold still talking? Yes. That's crazy. Seven hours of holding still. That, I mean, but in That's all a honesty, full work shift. Right, but there's people who spend all day on their feet like that, like stylists and stuff like that, doing yeah, hair like this. Yeah, but when you, there's one thing to stand still. still. I've been on my feet because I've been a waitress, and I've gone 12-hour shifts before, but you're moving, and you're shifting your weight, right. and you're going back and forth, and you sit down for mm-hmm. a minute, and you get back up. You, you know, you take breaks in between. you. Even when you go pee, you get to sit down for a second. This is in the same position. And, I mean, I, the, the contrast of the, uh, the Museum of Movement was cool, but I feel like he slowly, since everything was moving around him, like he you could slowly shift in seven hours that nobody would realize you weren't really in the same spot. I would just hit a new position every, every zone now and then hold still minutes. that way. Yeah. 
Because that's just, that's profound. All right, shout out to Jaden Smith. Yeah, Jaden Smith. And uh, let's keep the creative, uh, safe, peaceful protests going. Yes. See what else we can come up with. Story number four. This one is actually uh, made international news and was uh, we were involved in this one. A plethora of Los Angeles streets and roadways, roadways mm. were turned into rivers, ponds, and lakes over the weekend. California Governor Jerry Brown has declared a state of emergency for 50 of the state's 58 counties to help deal with damage from the winter storm.